In the name of the living God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Happy New Year, everyone. I know it's just recently December, but I'll explain a little bit more later. Uh, when you come here to Christ the Redeemer, we want you to know that faithfulness to Jesus Christ is of utmost importance to us. We want to express the fullness the Christian faith has to offer. We firmly believe that the ministry and the message of Jesus Christ has continued for these past 2,000 years and will continue across time and space. That's one of the reasons that we're so blessed to be part of an international family of churches worldwide with the same belief and practice. We know that the Christian faith first came about 2,000 years ago in the Middle East, and it's continuing to advance across cultures and countries and individuals. As Christians in that great tradition, we recognize that the faith has been given to us from previous generations and is on loan to us for future generations. So again, we must keep the fullness of the Christian faith and we need to teach it and communicate it to our children. So the first Sunday of every month, we have a children's message for this reason. So if you consider yourself a child of God with no age minimum or maximum, you're free to come a little closer to the sanctuary. Good morning, everyone. How's it going? Good. I'm tired? Is it the, is it the donuts? Do they cause you to do a little sleepy? Do you have donuts? Oh, things look forward to in youth group then, huh? Ice cream this, this early in the morning? Good for you. <laughs> Happy New Year. That's why we're celebrating, right? Did y'all know it was a new year? Yes? No? Maybe? Yeah? yeah? So I've, I've got a few things uh, that are kind of out of sorts. Maybe you can help me put some things in order. Um, I'm trying to teach my son how to count, and he kind of goes one, two, three, four, nine. So maybe that's not right, is it? So how do we put these in order? Let's see. Who goes first? One. Two? One. Two, and then no. three. One. Four. One. Four. There, there's no one. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, see, I keep telling Joseph it's just that easy. I don't know why he didn't get it yet. <laughs> I'm not teaching them how to gamble. I'm going somewhere with this, okay? <laughs> That's that's the easy one. What about uh, what about seasons? So what's the order of seasons? What do we start with? We start with summer. No. Can you put them in order? You know, spring first, okay? Then summer. Then fall. Now does that happen every year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, lastly, I've got some dates here. Um, maybe we can put these in order. May 21st, 2009. That's your birthday? No way. <laughs> August 2nd, 2007. June 23rd, 2009. That's your birthday? <laughs> February 25th, 1985. That's my birthday. <laughs> 
what else we have? February 6, 2011. That one. That's yours? Okay. <laughs> that there then, I guess. And January 29th, 2009. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's 2009. Where does one go? Yeah. Okay. There we go. So we just put things in order from, from oldest to youngest, right? Okay. All right, see if you can track with me here, okay? Who made everything? God. God did, yeah. And when God was making everything, it was kind of chaos. It was chaotic. It was kind of a crazy mess. Maybe like your room right now. It's really dirty. It's a crazy mess, right? But what God does is he brings order out of the chaos. God is a God of order. We just put these things in order, right? That's what God does. Every year, he creates the seasons. They follow a particular order. Every day, God, God creates every day and night, sunrise and sunset. It never really gets out of order, does it? So we also just kind of found years, right? So this is me, 1985, and this is, who is this? Morgan Lee, 2009, okay? But what's zero? Zero is zero. Say again? Jesus what? Was born? Yes, good. Jesus was born at zero. What day do we call the birthday of Jesus? Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Isn't it cool that we do time, that everybody does time based on when Jesus was born at zero? And we now we're living 2,017 years after the birth of Jesus. Isn't that a cool thing about? You know what's also cool is that every year we follow a cycle based on Jesus. So right now we're starting Advent, four weeks before Christmas. And then Christmas is the birthday, and then we'll go into Epiphany, and then we'll go into Lent when Jesus was 40 days in the desert, and then Easter when the resurrection. We follow a yearly cycle based on the life of Jesus. And it follows the same order every single year. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So today, we start a new year. We start the season of Advent. Can you say the word Advent? Advent. Very good. Do you know what Advent means? No. No idea. It means coming. Can you say Advent means coming? Very good. So Advent is a time of preparation for the coming of Jesus as a baby, Christmas, and the coming of Jesus as the king of the new creation. Because that's the final thing, is that Jesus is coming back. So right now, we're living in between the time, the first coming of Jesus as a baby, and the second coming of Jesus when he's going to unite heaven and earth in perfection. So, Advent now is we prepare. We prepare for the, for the coming of Jesus. And we can do that by two main ways. Reading and praying. And we've got this to help us with that. You know what this is? A candle. We call this an Advent wreath. Think of it like a birthday cake for Jesus. Yeah? So every day, most days if you can, what you'll do is you'll gather with your family, probably like in the evening time, you'll light a candle, 
gospel. And then, using this handbook, you will read and pray. You'll have readings from the Bible, and then you'll have some prayers that you'll say together, and prayers that you can say by yourself. Okay? So, as many days as you can, in the weeks upcoming, I want you to do this, okay? Gather around the birthday candle of Jesus, light a candle, follow the handbook, read and pray together. If you do that, you'll be ready and prepared for Christmas. Amen? Amen. Okay, thank you for coming up. You can do it. And then you can take the cards, please. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. Amy, sorry. days ago, Father Chris, myself, and a couple of the uh, ministry leaders here, uh, we went to Granbury for a day retreat. And in our conversations, in our studies, in, in our prayers, uh, a few things were said that I think are extremely timely. First, someone said that God made us for relationship. And amen to that. Fundamentally, we have to know that God loves us and he made us for himself. We are meant to enjoy our relationship with God and with others. That's the, that's the classic verse of John 3, 16, that, that God loves us so much that he's not removed from us. He doesn't stay away from us, but actually the complete opposite. He came to us intimately in Jesus Christ to restore and to reconcile his relationship with us. We were made for a relationship, and that, that's the hope we have, and the return of Jesus. When he comes back, he's going to make a new heaven and a new earth, and we will enjoy the full presence of God. We will be with Jesus, and sin and death will no longer separate us from loving relationships we have with one another. So this season of Advent is about daily living in a close relationship with God and enjoying the relationship we have with others. But here's a challenge. This season is also notorious for loneliness and isolation. Even in the midst of our busyness, maybe because of our busyness. This season with, with decorations and lights, the Christmas songs about being jolly and joyful and cheerful, for a lot of people, they come to realize that they're, they aren't as joyful as they'd like to be. Even with all the, the parties and the get-togethers, a lot of people realize that they don't have as many good friends as they would like. Even with the pomp and the circumstance of the season, a lot of people realize that there is something missing in their life. The, rea the reality of this challenge is our encouragement to rise up, to be ambassadors of Christ, to show people that true joy, that real meaning, that ultimate belonging comes from Jesus Christ. Not only is he the reason for the season, but he, he's the reason for everything. In him we have love and joy and peace and belonging to the family of God. In Jesus Christ we have peace and we have purpose and we have hope that the new heaven and earth will be united in complete perfection. 
So what we do now is prepare. And I, and I think that's painfully obvious when we really think about it. This season is all about preparing. We take hours, if not days, to decorate our houses, set up Christmas trees, and put up the lights. How much time do we spend thinking about Christmas gifts, going out and buying Christmas gifts, wrapping Christmas gifts? Even the Christmas cards that we're mailing out and already receiving, these are all ways that we prepare and get ready for Christmas. And I think it really shows this principle. We're always going to do the things that are important to us. We are always going to do the things that are important to us. We're always going to spend time and energy and resources on the things that are important to us. So if having a good relationship with God and having good relationships with one another is important to us, then I'd like to offer these things during Advent. First, worship. It always begins with worship. If we love God, then we will be drawn to worshiping and celebrating him with his family. If we want other people to know about the love of God, then we have to love worshiping him. And second, it's prayer. Daily. If we want a good relationship with Jesus, then we talk with him. And I really want to encourage us to pray the Advent devotionals. I think there's something just really cool about the idea that any given day or night, when you pray this devotional, someone else at CTR is praying that devotional too. So parents, especially, teach your kids the importance of stopping of of slowing down and spending time with God, spending 10 to 15 minutes in God's word and in prayer. So worship, prayer, and thirdly, acts of love. If someone is going to see the love of Christ, it's because you are acting in his name. This season is busy and it's, it's stressful, and that gives us the opportunity to do simple acts of love, Reach out to someone on a very personal level. Go out of your way to encourage someone and to speak peace in their lives. Offer to help someone in our daily interactions. May this new year be a season of love and joy and peace in the middle of this busy and stressful time. Let's prepare ourselves for the coming of King Jesus, worshiping and praying together and individually reaching out to people who need to know that the God of love is coming. All for his glory, now and forever. Amen.